RG. Hurdy Gurdy songs every Tuesday live at 2 p.m. Hello, welcome to another episode of Queer State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am your host for the moment, Deron Dalton, and we got all the tea shade and more coming up for you in the next couple of hours. So be sure to tune in. Whew. I, I'm catching my breath, girl. <laughs> I'm in the studio right now with Marquis, and we're just going to get the, start, the show started. We're going to have a little flap, a little sister catch up, and then we got some music on the way. So tune in <laughs> hey girl how you doing hey i am here look it is saturday so if Woo! it's the weekend <laughs> i'm yeah, doing good girl. i am doing very good listen i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be transparent with the uh with the uh audience out there i got a call at 11 30 uh telling me that hey girl i need you to run over there and start the show and yeah like, and she was like and the state was like i got a meal waiting for you i was like okay girl I'll be there. <laughs> i will be there so that's why i'm out of breath y'all I'm yeah so listeners just so Ooh. you know Seydu is trekking down from the bronx this morning and yeah you know she was up yeah. there you know selling her goods and wares no i'm kidding no, i can't shave somebody no, she... when, i can't shave someone when they're not here <laughs> yes you do it all the time bitch oh. you do it all the time the lies that you are telling y'all but, so but. yeah yeah i got a, I actually got a new laptop in august so or else i would have had everything already set up mm. on my um work laptop but um or i had like a work laptop and a personal laptop where i just had everything set up just in case i uh, got it and i got this backup la- yeah i got this laptop in august and so it has like none of the the stuff that i need on there oh uh, i see so well look, I mean, after look, i left the show you know after your your uh retirement yes graceful retirement <laughs> you know i'm like jay-z girl i come out of retirement every um every few months every few months she comes back but you know i like uh you know, with Seydu coming, I mean, thank God you were available. I would have learned to work with technology. That said, I'm not a technologically uh, disposed person. So oh, you about to learn this real soon, girl. Real soon. I mean, be- if it's a simple plug-in or a switch on and off, I can do oh, that. Oh, no, you're going to be real great at this. <laughs> but, you know, it's like it's been a really good week. I mean, how's the week been for you? Um, it's actually, um, yeah, it's been a pretty good week. Yeah. It uh, went by fast, thank God, mm-hmm, that it mm-hmm, went by fast. Yeah. Um, the weather was nice. Yes. So, oh, my I God, think, yesterday. Yes. Oh, yesterday was beautiful. And I thought it was going to be, like, a lot chillier than what it was. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful day. We had, like, a well, yesterday was Friday. Thursday and Friday in New York were those gorgeous, like, spring days that you get maybe, like, two weeks of it. <laughs> and then it will exactly. go from, like, it'll go from whatever winter was and then two weeks of good 75-degree weather. And then boom, you get into summer. Exactly. So Thursday was eighty. Was it Thursday or Wednesday? Uh oh wow, is that it was up to eighty? I didn't even know it was that. It was that, one that, of those days. That but was one of those degrees. days it was really hot. And yeah. then and then it started raining. Yes, that's. Right. I think that that's was right. Thursday because I got stuck at the I got stuck at the cafe and I was just waiting for the rain to like die down a little bit. Yeah, that was Thursday. I remember now. That's right. Because I literally right. went home and changed. I had a tank top and uh, shorts and everything Ooh, on. You already already trying to run these streets, girl. I was just like, you know, it's the first time <laughs> oh. I you know wore shorts and all that. For... Mm-hmm. Talk about selling the wares and goods. Oh, oh. listen, <laughs> the goods listen, and wares. I ain't getting any younger, girl. Uh, I gotta, oh God, listen to you. you. Know, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes, this is what I was waiting for because I feel like summer clothes actually do me more justice. I love summer clothes. Yes. Like, I love, I, I mean, I, for a long time, I wasn't big into shorts. Mm. I just, like, I don't know, I always, like, I would wear jeans most of the summer. But I've appreciated, I guess I've found shirts that fit the way I want them to fit mm. because, you know, you want everything to fit, you want it to fit. But nonetheless, like, I, I definitely love my spring attire and then on the con- on the opposite, winter it's. I'm sorry. I like my summer uh-huh. and winter. 
when oh. it comes to spring and fall, it's so really? in between. I'm like, well, what do I wear? Oh, oh no, I love I love fall and I love spring. It's just honestly, it's just um, winter that you know really gets me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, like kind of pisses me off. I feel like honestly, also I feel like you know pants are don't they don't really you know fit me well anymore. What do you mean? I, I mean like. I have very thick legs and I have very petite ass, so <laughs> and I feel like I got I haven't found like a pair of jeans um in my um late since my late twenties that really I feel like fit me. Mm. That's why I like wearing shorts because you know they show off the legs and they make my ass look nice oh. and they accentuate you know like the the crotch area. Oh, excuse me, like I said, selling the goods and wear exactly. I, I, did, <laughs> I did not deny that. I did not no. deny that. I, I did not deny it. I, I get it. I mean. I ran track and, you know, track runners, there's a certain shape sometimes that where yeah. it's like you wear a certain pair of jeans and you like yeah. your ass is all like boom right there. Um, in those days of showing all that, I don't do that anymore. But um, but who knows? This summer might be different. Um, yeah. But no, I hear you. I hear you. I'm really glad that like the weather has been. A, and as for me, it's been a interesting week. I got back from the great District of Columbia oh, on nice. Sunday. No, but my mother lives there in Baltimore. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. You have some type of connection. Yeah, yeah, it's a big. Yeah. Anyone, shout out to the DMV. Anyone yes. listening that is from the DC, Virginia, Maryland area, um, I love it there. My mother lives down there. I have a million relatives there. Uh, y'all's crab cakes are the best. <laughs> I could eat Maryland crab cakes any day of the week. Put some Old Bay seasoning on them, and we're good to go. Uh, clam chowder is also really good from down there. Great like I just, I go down there and like pick out. But um, I was there for a cousin's memorial, so we got to honor her. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She she um, passed away earlier. I'm sorry, at the end of last year, so we couldn't do it because of COVID and oh, everything. Yeah, yeah. So we got together now to honor her, and it, it was so funny to get together with you know your relatives and you haven't seen each other in a long time. Um, I have this Aunt Louise, who is the matriarch of the family. Of course, you have an aunt named Louise. Girl, <laughs> of course, you do. Of course. And, and let me aunt tell Louise. you, uh, Aunt Louise, and she'll let you know though. Her full name is Mary Louise, Mary Elizabeth Louise Green Roberts Fleming. Okay, okay. Aunt Louise got five names, and like I knew she was married once before. But she didn't tell us about the other marriage because I was like, well, where did Roberts come in? She goes, mm. oh, my first husband. Oh, <laughs> that part. And so Aunt Louise, she is a solid 95 years old. She drives her car from Maryland to New Jersey. Homegirl, like, has the church hats on and yes. gives you that full, you know, a good, nice burgundy wig. Oh, <laughs> yes! I know the burgundy wig, girl! I know that wig! She got the burgundy wig on, and so... I, I arrived at the memorial spot and she got out the car and, you know, I got to see her and greet her. And she literally is the queen of our family. Um, and so when we got inside, you know, we see me and some of the cousins were taking her coat and the set and the other. And we're like, Aunt, Lu- Aunt Louise, we're ready to go into the, you know, the space where we were honoring my cousin. Mm. And she was like, well, who's going to announce me? <laughs> and we're like, announce you for what? Announce my entrance. Uh, that part. <laughs> that part. <laughs> she sat at the front of the door and she just stood there. And like my cousins are like, okay, well, um, <laughs> we kind of like lined up behind her and was like, all right, let's go, let's do this. So uh, it was good to see the grand dame. Oh, I love her. I love her already. <laughs> Let me I love tell you, her the grand dame. 
Um, and what else did she do? And then she like wanted my granddad to come greet her. And I'm like, Aunt Louise, like he can't even hear you. And she's like, so? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was a good time. I had a good time. Oh, yeah. yeah despite we, the circumstances. Yeah. Despite the circumstances. And one other thing I should mention. So on my train ride from Baltimore to D.C., I ran. I got on the train. I'm running. I was late, as we've all been late <laughs> today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, girl, you were on time. Oh, uh, true. That is you ain't true. always there when a girl calls, but you're always on time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, Sadie. And a Shanti <laughs> reference. Just for you, Sadie. <laughs> Shanti reference. <laughs> well, you know, so I got on the train, and, you know, you rush, you jump on the train, Amtrak. I looked to my left, and it was Reverend Al Sharpton. I was like, oh. oh. I was like, oh, you know, you see someone on TV so much that you are like, oh, this face looks familiar. And then I'm like, oh, and I gave him a greeting. And then I looked to my right, and it was the Reverend Jesse Jackson. Oh. The Uncle Jesse. So the two uncles were sitting there, and I, you know, acknowledged them. But it was a pleasant surprise. You know, they are legends, uh, more so Jesse Jackson, I think is more popular or more well known. Uh, for obvious reasons in the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was my celebrity sighting. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It, I felt, I was like, oh my God, I'm seeing these legends. So shout out to Rever- to the Revs uh, for all the work you've done for the community over yes. the decades. Yes. Like, I don't know what, since MLK, the 50s, the 60s. <laughs> you know, I was like, Aunt Louise is older than them, but. That part, <laughs> girl. She might know Jane Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my she god, might. that might have been her good girlfriend back in the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, she hangs. I mean, she has a girlfriend from what, like the sixth grade. So they've been friends for literally, literally oh, nice. ninety years. Those two girls go nice. out and they they live. Aunt Louise will have some champagne, but you know, you got to have that type of life. You have to yeah, never feel sure. your age. For sure, yes. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It, it sounds Say like do. Aunt Louise. It sounds like Aunt Louise is out here living her best life. She is. And she's running the girls. She's in charge of the girls. In charge of the girls. She is in charge in of the girls. In charge yes. of the girls. So shout out to my dear aunt, Mary Louise Elizabeth Green Roberts Fleming. Girl, that name. That? <laughs> what is that? that? That cannot be her whole name. That's her whole name. She got her five. Name. She got five. I was like, you better do it, Erica Kane. <laughs> Remember from, well, this might have been before your time. All my children. Erica Kane. Oh, no, Erica Kane. I, I love Erica Kane. She had like 12 names. Oh, oh, did she? Did she now? Right? It's like, those were the, I, like, and I, I, I was an extra on All My Children. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone knows this. This was my little debut into the Hollywood scene, and I was on an episode where she was there. And talk about a grand dame. I mean, to see her in real life was quite an experience. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my gosh, I love. Uh, what's her real name? Susan Lucci. Susan, that's right. Susan. Yeah. And it, I remember because you know, like it took her like um, a good like what twenty years to finally win an Emmy or something <laughs> yeah, like that. A daytime like Emmy. The daytime. For... And I, like, and and I almost felt like they were shunning her after a while. Like, mm, let's yeah. just keep this up. Did she? But she did get one, right? She did. She did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that she did. All right, so we're going to actually get into the song of the week. We got girls trickling in now, and mm-hmm. so we're going to get into the um, the the first track, and it's called The Crying Game. That's the theme, I guess, of the show. Ask Sadie about it. I don't know. Well, uh, you know. It's based off of last week's show. I don't know. And, um, but it's called The Crying oh, Game by Boy George. 
Oh, girl, yeah, you missed a lot. Oh. <laughs> uh, you listen to Career State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn, and we'll be right back after this song. So stay tuned, y'all. Yes. y'all that was the crying game by boy george and welcome sorry i am a little late today but i am here with y'all uh we have one more person coming Gr- really going with another one <laughs> here's here's the thing i came all this way i'm gonna be on don't the show. pull that card <laughs> don't pull that card you're gonna use this card later <laughs> 
Plus, you ought to be paid back in the food. I'd have given the bitch my plate. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> well, yeah. we're so glad a, you made it. Yeah, well, I'm going to my sister here. Everyone is here now, so um, we have one more person on their way here. Oh, and there she is, honey. We have a full house today, y'all. We have a full house today. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. So, you should see. Right. So, well, y'all, Miss Tinu just walked in, so we have Barry back. Barry, say hi to the people. Hi, everyone. Uh, Chris is back. Say hi, Chris. Hello. Um, So, everybody is here, and everybody is doing great. So, um, but, ah, so let's start. What did you guys talk about? Because I don't want to repeat things. We didn't talk about anything. We just talked about each other. (laughs) About what what each other had going on. We we caught up, like, from the week. We caught up on uh, my trip to the DMV. And what was really amazing about my aunt, who's fierce as hell. So it was it was just a, a small catch up. Shout out to Aunt Louise. Yes, my Aunt Louise, the matriarch of the family. Oh, we love yeah. Aunt Louise, even though I've never met her. Miss Tinu, how are you? I'm good. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, girl, that shot the dick be with you, girl. <laughs> That's a lie. Don't, it don't only happened one when time. It drops like that. <laughs> Wait, what? Say, say it for me again. Don't what? <laughs> no, I shouldn't say it again. Um, I said just don't pick it up when it drops like say that. Say it slower. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, all classy people here. It's all good in that sense. But <laughs> it's okay. Just turn up a little bit. Yeah, but y'all, so I just want to go, go around with everybody and just um, go ahead and ask them what the week was like. So. It's right here. Can you hear now? Yeah. Okay, that's the thing. Something is louder for some people, so you got to adjust here, yeah, yeah. please, um, uh, if you can. Um, so let's start from the right over. So, Chris, how was your week? It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was busy. I mean, I just be at home, you know. Right. Anything home, incredible happen? <laughs> I'm on the spot. I can't think of anything right now. But, yeah, I mean, like meeting somebody every- you like. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> No, not wow. that. I'm talking about somebody you admire, like a housewife type person. Oh, oh my God. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I met Garcelle Bouvier from The Real Housewives and, um, you know, the iconic fancy from the um, Jamie Foxx show. She had a book signing in New York. Mm. It was really, it was a really great experience. I got to meet her and yeah, it was fun. And if you're a Housewives fan, it was everything. She was spilling the tea. Dorinda was there. Yeah. Her crazy. So ass. that was a good one. So Liberius, <laughs> how was your week, ma'am? Um, it was a very interesting week. Any care to specify <laughs> anything? I mean, light? I think that, that you know may, may come up in the messy hour, but um, okay, got you. Yeah, yes. yeah. But other than no, I um, I went, I got back from Chicago on Monday, and then I feel like I just was in my house, you know, getting back to all the things that I needed to do. From being away for a weekend and all that stuff like that. So, no, not really. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Miss <laughs> Tinu, how was your week? Anything okay. interesting happen? No. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay, girl. You can touch it. You're right. I'm sorry. Hello. Um, honestly, this is the highlight of my week. I'm surrounded by so many beautiful men. I've never, I've never <laughs> had this before. Much. I love to hear, like, oh, my God, it's a casting call. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I had a pretty chill week. Uh, I just, you know, a little work, a little play. Oh, okay. She looks time. very, very lovely right now at this moment. Thank and you. Mr. Marquis, how was your week? It was good. It was good. I got back from D.C. on uh, Sunday. 
And then, like everybody else, I just worked and went home. <laughs> oh, well, that's the way. I mean, actually, I worked from home, so one of them, I went home. But, uh, oh. yeah, it was the work thing. I'm trying to think, did I do anything? In- oh, well, I played pool on, oh, I went to billiards. What was it, Thursday? Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. pool. And what is that thing again? Uh, it's like uh, like the mini tennis court. I forget the name of it. A table tennis? Ta- not table tennis. Ping but pong. Con- yeah, ping pong. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, play ping pong. You know, I'm only good at two sports. What are they? I'm not a very athletic person. I'm really good at, no, three. I'm good at volleyball. I'm a good volleyball player. I am a mean kickball player, and not your American kickball, the African kickball. What's mm. the difference, you say? I'll tell you. You play with a soccer ball, and you play with a barefoot. You don't play wear sneakers. And you play with, <gasps> and <laughs> I knew your ass was going to die. Broken don't be toes. shady. All I hear is broken toes. Then no broken toes. You got, you got, you, that's sorry. a technique on how to that, kick the ball. That sounds like broken toes. That to because you have seen those toes, they're not going to be. <laughs> First and foremost, that's because y'all got them weak American feet, so, honey. That's you don't know we, how. This is why we left the continent because we did not. That's why play. y'all left because we did oh not want to play. Yeah. We did not I stayed here, so. <laughs> and I am really—I mean, like I am I'm just really for this visual in my brain. Like, <laughs> oh, I am kicking balls and running. You don't kick. You don't kick it with your toe. I know what you, you kick do with the side. I know that. No, not I, the side. No, no. You kick it with the top of your feet. There's a technique to it because you're lifting the ball and you can make it spin a certain way or go. It's a whole thing. Trust me. Sounds like. If there was a kickball tournament, I will Hold up, kill. these 43-year-old knees you doing that? Ooh, first and foremost, <laughs> <laughs> that was rude, sir. <laughs> they, that was rude. They, that was their rude. Um, and I also am really, really good at um, badminton. Oh, oh, I like badminton. badminton. Like, I am, like, ridiculously like good that's at badminton. Fun. I like badminton. Is that the one with the ball with the wings Yeah, little, the, yeah the little, mm-hmm. like, a birdie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like, and... and I have good hand eye coordination, so you know. Well, so it was weird because no, I, I did it. not do well at what did I say it was again? Ping pong. And I'm very, I, I can adopt to any sport, but yeah. I need a sport that uses my whole body. So whether it's like oh. hockey or or basketball or football, like something like that, I can like, adapt to. But when you it's know, just I like have, you just using one thing, I'm like. Right. Now, I don't know if I'll be as good at kickball now as I was before, you know, since I had that disease that took me out, mm. <laughs> that bacterial meningitis. You know, I couldn't oh, walk for what? like that. Yes. I couldn't walk for like months. Speaking of, I heard there's a meningitis outbreak amongst the gays in Florida. There's, well, I already got it, so I'm good of, to go. You know. <laughs> I remember I'm the city calling me. The fucking city called me. Is this Mr. Carmo? Yes, you're one of three people with bacterial meningitis in New York City. Oh, yeah, it was serious. What? I was like, Ooh. I looked like I had a diet of flies. Shout out to my Ethiopian <laughs> brothers and sisters. Love you. Um, I'm joking. It's a joke. Um, I was really thin. I was in a hospital for like two weeks. Didn't eat. Like I was catheter. Like the whole thing had mm. like sponge bath. That was 2012. That 2000. Yeah, 12, 2013. Wow. Yeah, I like got down to like 153 pounds. It was like. And there was not like an outbreak or anything in the city. No, they said you, it was just you were five out of eight, like the, the, eight million people. Well, two people had died from it before because he died in a matter of days from uh, bacterial meningitis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But you know, thanks to me a, staying was- in the continent. My system was strong. The bitch wasn't going nowhere. No, I had a spinal tap. There was, a, there was, a, there was a, um, an outbreak then. I remember that. Chris oh, is like, what the God. hell is wrong with you? You've been through a war. You don't be shot at. You don't make meningitis. <laughs> like, how are you still walking? You've lived. lived. I've lived a little bit. You know, in these 39 years I've lived, yes. Yeah. I what? said what I said. Uh, okay. I said what I said. Uh-oh. You know, I didn't start living until I was three. <laughs> still makes me 42. I'm so shit with a year off. So, so how was your week, though? My week was good. I actually saw uh, Garcelle, um, 
with Chris. She was very beautiful. Uh, that was a like nice. It was a really good time. It was nice to see these Caribbean women got up and like give her her tents. Mm-hmm. It was really really sweet because you didn't know you don't know what type of influence she had, and they were just happy to see their um one of theirs making it in that sense. So that made me really really happy about that. But besides us, let's talk about a couple of hot topics here. I got some real hot topics. So we're going to start with um, the subway shooter, honey. So Ugh. they finally got the gentleman. He actually tipped off the cops himself, which is crazy. I remember waking up in the morning. And I, does that mean he gets the reward? <laughs> I right. thought about that, too. <laughs> um, I was like, I woke up and everybody's texting me. And they're like, oh, just checking to see if you're okay. And I was like, I like I live in white people Brooklyn. I don't I don't know what this is. <laughs> you know, I was I was laughing. So, but it was crazy. But I'm glad that he was caught. Uh, so, what did you guys think of that? We're going to start with Marquis here, and then we'll go to Tino, and then Chris, and then Barbara herself, Barry. <laughs> I was freaked out. I was I just I was scared. I was I, I was going to go into the office that day, and I remember thinking, great, like I didn't because you know the trains must have been a mess trying to find this guy, and then I just. You know, it was confusing. You didn't know if it was a terrorist attack or Russia related or I just was like, can we we've had enough these last two years. Can we just not have this happen now? So I just was really thrown off and wasn't going anywhere for the week. I was like, I'm staying in, not riding the train, like not that I had to do anyway, but like I'm not doing anything. Which is fair enough. Um, what do you think, Chris? Like, how did you feel about him and him getting caught? Well, first and foremost, when I heard about it. I was like, wow, this can happen on any train. It's going to happen. It's crazy. Um, second, I was hoping that he wasn't black. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I mean, it's terrible. I'm glad he got caught. Um, I think we have a crazy mayor, so I'm not sure what he's going to do. Ooh. Like, you know, to. You don't like Uncle Eric? <laughs> like, for the aftermath of this. So, yeah. He's a real N word. <laughs> With a hard ER. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was Uncle Eric? He was a, uh, uncle. No! Oh. No, not at all. He tried. She pulled the good. She was like, um, I'm Eric Adams, the blah, blah, blah. And he was like, um, my mama ain't them. Here's mama. This is for my mama. And you were like, what happened overnight? Wait, when did he do that? I, well, yeah, when? When, he, when he, um, so the whole campaign, he was all like, I'm so and so. And like, blah, 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 blah. And then. At the inauguration, when he was like, in, like, what's her name? He had his picture of his mama holding it up. But like, this oh is my mama. My I'm like, it was, uh, it's like, oh, I didn't wait, when you on an interview oh, versus oh, when you get the job? Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, my God. It, yeah, and people right. were like, what is going on? And then it turned into like, um, I don't understand why my brother can't be my head of my security detail because no, I trust him and I trust him and, he, and we and we hear with this and blah blah. blah. It has, <laughs> what like oh, he's like oh, he's the mayor in some mafia town or something? His brother needs to be because I yes. I didn't like that. I thought that was. Like, I'm weird. not gonna lie. If I was absolutely mayor of New York City, girl, this country would be run like Liberia. It'd be, a bunch of, it'd be a bunch of African people in there making some decisions that don't make no sense. They'd be like, what the hell? Like, yeah, so we're gonna have this this situation here. They're like, isn't that your uncle? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Why wouldn't it be? What about it? Because <laughs> that's how Bessie DeVos got the job. Because she don't know nothing about education. At oh, all. No, she know nothing. Nothing. You know. So if we're talking about unqualified people, you know, let's make it equal. opportunity True. unqualified. Oh, like, I mean, I'm here for it, but yeah. it's just too many things. There are too many things going on in the city. That we really but, need some but, clear, so, concise. Yo, yo. She gonna hold all that against him? I mean, like, no, I'm not gonna hold it against him. But I'm just like, we know, like, you know, the previous administration, whatever, blah 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 blah. blah. But this man 
so far it's just been like shenanigans and we knew that he was you know a big police person from the beginning because he was a commissioner and I think and he is making all these changes to still benefit the police in a way and not the people of the city who really need these things so yeah that's my Mm. And that's a valid opinion too. So, what did you think about them catching the subway shooter? I just want to uh, get your thoughts on that really quickly, Barry. Oh, um, I'm glad they caught him. I remember. I mean, like my mom called. Like everyone from South Carolina was like, "Oh my God, you're okay." And I and I was like, "Child, I'm in my bed. I'm confused." Mm-hmm. And then and I live in the Bronx. But then I did call because Liz lives off of that line. So my best friend yeah. she lives off that. So I called because she usually takes the train in the mornings to go teach in Lower Manhattan. Mm-hmm. It was the so, in line, right? Yeah, she lives mm-hmm. right. Yeah, she lives right off at the Prospect. Park Avenue um, station. So it was really interesting. But um, yeah, I also, when I heard it, I was just like, I hope that man isn't black. And then there he was. I didn't think he was. Do y'all really think he did it though? That looked like, that man looked like. He did it. It was kind of suspicious. Yeah, he looks like somebody's uncle who just is more concerned about the ribs on the barbecue than. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear all his videos and stuff that he He's crazy. Oh, really? I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I'm just going off first impression. He has a lot of videos out there. Like, But I will say this. I mean, it pa- I was like, oh my gosh, the train. And I was like, bitch, you know you haven't taken the train since you know- December. Are you that <laughs> Girl, you ain't like, taking the train. Like, I've been doing me in the first place. Listen, Uber owes me three cars. Oh my God. Who are you telling? Thankfully, nobody Who are you telling? Yeah. Right. Isn't it yeah. quite wild that 33 people got shot or was it? Some, it was or 10 got injured. I think it was 10. 10, 10 who got I'm shot, but off. they all were like lower extremities. There were 33 shots. I'm sorry. 33 shots. That is crazy, though. 10 people who got shot, and then there were some more people who got injured from like trampling and falling mm-hmm. and all this stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, do the music breakdown because we actually have this next two topics we have are a little bit too like deep. It's going to require like a deep dive with mm-hmm. all of us. Uh, we're going to return to talk about Ed Buck and praying on the young black man. So we got and we're going to talk about many of who's talk about role playing with a white woman as a runaway slave. So we have some deep diving to go into here, but we're going to start uh, with our music break. And in celebration of the past three weeks, I have a crying break because girls have been giving up tears on this show, honey. <laughs> That's why it's just a crying game. So we're going to start with crying by one of my favorite singers of all time, one of the most beautiful voices, honey. But God don't give up both hands, girl. Miss um, <laughs> Katie Lang and Miss Roy Orbison. Girl, God, God give the most feminine voice to one of the biggest dykes of all time. That's so true. No, you're right. Katie Lang sounds like a woman. No, you're right. But she is a woman, you know what I mean. No, she is a, a woman, you know what I mean. Like that's the joke in that sense. But and then we have um, I don't want to. Uh, so then we have "Cry" by Faith Hill, um, and then we're going to end with "I Don't Want to Cry" by the great Mariah Carey from her first album, track number six, no four, track number four, because uh, it's right before vanishing. I know my track list of <laughs> that debut album. I'm a professional. Uh, so you're listening to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. I could smile for a while Then I saw you last night You held my hand so tight When you stopped to say
You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queer state of mind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Yes, honey, that was the mix of one of my favorite people, honey. We had Miss Mariah Carey doing I Don't Want to Cry. Miss uh, Katie Lang, who is actually one of my favorite voices ever, uh, doing Crying with Roy Orbison. And, of course, um, the undisputed, undisputed first runner-up <laughs> to contemporary, to pop queen of country, Miss Fifth Hill. Okay, girl. She will always be number two. To Shania Twain. She yeah. knows that. She surely does. Because <laughs> yeah. Shania was that girl and Shania will remain that girl. <laughs> so, you know, in that sense. But anyway, we are about to have <laughs> one of my favorite sections uh-huh. of the show. And we like to call this section. Wait a minute. Is it going to go? They're going to feel sorry for her. <laughs> oh, my God. Not that, that. <laughs> uh, and also, yeah, so. They're going to feel sorry for her, honey. So let's discuss Miss Ed Buck. So Ugh. those of you who don't know who Ed Buck is, um, Ed Buck is a liberal, um, older, uh, white gay man. You might have seen him in um, Tales from the Creep, uh, 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Think about that creepy old man on Grindr. You know. <laughs> um, and he no, did his not. best work in that section, and he used to actually have men of the night and sometimes these black men come to his house he would feed them a bunch of drugs and you know I don't want to say violate their body because he, he was paying them to like you know whatever but he was doing some shifty shit and he preyed on black men you know as often people do and as often some of those types of people you know who work in that crypt keeper category like to do mm-hmm. and he actually got sentenced to 30 years in prison Good. which is well, you know Hopefully he serves that. I mean, that's all he got left. How many, how many more years? Right. right. I mean, that's why I feel like right. that's why. But then that's Talking the problem. I'm sorry, but that's the problem. Like, why did they not just give him life? Yeah. Why did they say, "Oh, we're gonna give him 30 years because oh, he's gonna die. He's 60 something or whatever he is." And it's like, no, give him, give him the maximum. Give him say life in prison. He killed two people. Yes. Yeah. So oh. you're saying it's it's the principle. It's like the it's like the symbolism of the sentence. Right. Absolutely. I agree. I it's agree. like because then it's like oh well, well, it's too much to give you know because then there's a possibility of parole. There's a possibility of oh he can do a couple years mm. and then he's like oh I'm I'm so frail and blah 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 and then they'll be like girl go home and spend the rest of your days at home. I mean yeah. I don't think he's even going to survive <laughs> prison. I mean true. The man he ain't going to know, real prison he, probably. He, you think he can go to real prison? I, I, I um, think he so. should go I to mean, real prison. He should go to real I mean, prison, not the Martha Stewart type. Go him ahead. Parole option. Um, go ahead, Chris. Speak to the. No, I just wanted to give him parole. Not that I've seen. Um, as far as an article, not right now. So, but I mean, hopefully they lock him in there. But this brings me to a bigger topic in that sense, with a lot of people. So, I mean, how did we, how did we get here? You know, with what's happening in the world today. Um, as far as our hold on, okay, hold on. This bitch got to take her jacket out. I'm not even going to start about a girl. Well, as far as like Ed Buck <laughs> being in a position hair. of of wealth and you um, know he's like he, I mean, look at the situation. He he was politically connected. He was donating to Hillary Clinton. There's photos of him right. in California 
senior politicians. He took advantage of a system where a lot of the black men that he was paying for sex or enticing them with drugs were in disadvantaged mm-hmm. situations. So he preyed on the weak. And yes. I'm not saying weak in the sense that they're weak people, but that no. they were yeah. in compromised right. situations. And they're either homeless. Yeah. Like, like he, these, yeah. He, yeah, and, he was and being he, strategic. He, he, being strategic. He targeted an mm-hmm. audience that was that in you a think nobody would miss. Nobody would miss. Yeah. Right. Say. And, and, and nobody would miss. neglected. So, I mean, he, he was a shark, you know, going after, I don't know, minnows, whatever you want to call it. And like, then that's what happened. Do I think that he'll survive when you have someone who would he was a drug addict, like he he's someone who's been an addict on drugs and then they're losing those drugs. And now they're put in a place that's a confinement. 30 years. <laughs> he ain't going to make he's not going to make tons of drugs in prison. <laughs> yeah, I was going to. True. That, that is true. But do you, all the drugs they can get outside, they can get. But let inside. me tell you, when they find out what he did. Yeah, that's he ain't getting nothing. So black Maybe, men. Listen, there's some white people in the hood like absolutely come on over here. <laughs> Not the Aryan Nuh-uh. Nation. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep this one alive. He successfully killed some niggers, honey. We're gonna keep this one alive. And he still got money, right? I mean, it's not yeah. like they took his money. He can no, they didn't take his money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All them niggas Kit Kats. <laughs> We're not even in the messy hour yet. Here you go. Um, but I also think it's particularly sinister that he was a self-proclaimed like democratic LGBTQ advocate, because then I also feel like that was him setting himself to be like, I could, I would never possibly do that because look at who I am in the community, and it's like, babe, it's giving wolf I mean, in sheep's clothing. You know how I feel about. Um, I'm not even going to go into detail, but you know how I feel. You know how I feel about these people and how they prey on our kind mm-hmm. in that sense, and you know. Mm-hmm. After first-hand experience, I've been in situations in places that is predominantly white and, like, older, and they get real cute, mm-hmm. real quick, and you got to check because they think because they like something that it belongs to them. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Well, no, we don't have to leave it at that. <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> you know, no, you're not gonna get in trouble, girl. You can say what you got to say because it's my, it's the experience. You know, so I'm like, oh, I like black man. Okay, well, I don't like you. So what's your point? Yeah. Okay. So like, I just, I had this whole like, conversation like, recently like, with, with um, my friend, my best friend Russell, because I was in Chicago, and so he and I are on the same page about this whole thing. Like, whenever we see, um, a black guy with a white guy, or especially like black men who marry white men. And like he, like he has a problem with it. I, I fundamentally have a problem with it. And so I know that you and I are on the same page with this. I'm from the South, like all these things. Like I can go, like try, if I go home, I remember I was home one time watching TV and there was this Sonic commercial and there was this black guy, this black boy with dreadlocks in the car with this old pasty white woman with red hair and they old blonde head and the blonde head child in the back. And I said, what in the hell is he doing in the car with her? <laughs> And my mama mama said, what are you watching? And so she came and she said, make me damn sick every time. It's always got to be some black person with some white person. Can't even have two black people on TV no more. And every every commercial, it was was somebody had mixed race or it was some kind of couple, but it was always black and white. There were never any black couples. It's like that black love thing is not a thing to... And there's nothing make, wrong with like interracial relationships. I mean, listen, no. listen, to, to each nothing. their own. Nothing that's at fine. all. That's but it's fine. the erasure for me. But that's, yes, that's, that's, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I just think that um, I don't know because we know how 
They no, I understand. It's, it's, the, it's the erasure for me. I don't have anything against it. I'll tell us I don't have it, but it's like it's the erasure in that yeah. sense. So you can be with whoever you want to be mm-hmm. with. The, the it grinds my gears. yeah right 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 <laughs> I mean especially but hold up it does it does bother you because it, no, especially, what, especially when they're like <laughs> but wait. I only date but wait I only date white men yeah, and you're like, let me finish it let me finish my statement let me finish my statement I'm saying people who fall in love they fall in love that's not my issue my issue is when I see black men trying to find black men and white men. Oh, well, I, I, think about you, that. Oh, no, that are is serious. Doesn't even happen. Yeah. Let that that, no, no, literally, does. no. Really They're does. trying to find. I want to date a white man who is woke, who understands oh me. They're trying go. to find a black man and, within a white and man. And honestly, straight, that is a straight black men do the same. Right. Thing. It's just like wow. so. Yes. You will rather wow. go all the way around. You don't know about this. No, you know girls who do this. We're not no, doing no, that. Today. No, I don't. I don't know any girl. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. Uh, that that is trying to find or. Uh, or <laughs> We're not doing this today. <laughs> Did you guys talk about the um the black guy that was killed by the white woman? Oh, because oh, I want to hear. I want to hear what that. you have to say about oh, that as well, a black woman. What happened? Oh. Well, it's that influencer, right? Like they yes. were an influencer couple. What's that influencer couple? This white she was only fans Thank you for bringing that oh, up. I actually forgot to put that on the list. So, okay. in pivoting into that, thank you. So it's one of the things where like. That's my only issue. It's I, somebody one time I remember I was talking to a friend of mine who described somebody. He's something. I'm oh, and this is the person I want. I said, "You just describe a 35 year old man from Cameroon. <laughs> He's not gonna be white." <laughs> like I was just like, like but that- that's where my issue comes. It's just like, like somebody says, like if. My thing is date whoever you want, but people who are not attracted to people who look yeah. like them, there seems to be an issue for me. It's like that looks just like you. Yeah. Your nose, yeah. your ears, it's all of that. Thing. You know, heritage. You know, yeah. the heritage. And, and yeah. I'm not trying to have an excuse. Why? I'm having to have a perspective of like someone who grew up in Long Island, right? It's predominantly white. I understand that the messaging is like, Oh, I, I want these white people to like me. I want them to or I don't see I was like for a long time as a child, I didn't think I was attractive because I was black. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because you were Nigerian. But that too, <laughs> that too. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm giving everyone, listeners, I'm giving him the middle finger right now. <laughs> um, but no, because also when you're surrounded by everyone who doesn't look like you, you just start to think like, oh, maybe it's me. And I understand, and I understand, gay men have that perspective too, where they think, oh, I have to get this white man to like me because that's what it looks like to be gay and to be like accepted. At least that's what I've seen. Because also a lot of the messaging is. Yeah, the the black man with the white husband is what's being pushed, what's being marketed. Yes, the most, so you what's you've being arrived. Successful, mm. exactly. Because you're more palatable for yes. mainstream audiences. For mainstream yes. audiences, yes. Yes. And that's a big thing. And my yeah. other issue is the thing that bugs me the most. And this is where this is where Bear is coming from. It's because those white girls didn't understand that we're not a monolith. Thank you. So they're gonna use the same thing to come to me. Oh well, how you doing? They'll, they'll, they'll talk the same talk. Be like, oh, you know, I really like this thing. I said, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, honey? I, don't, I don't know. What I'm gonna tell you. I don't listen. I don't listen to. I'm gonna, I don't I'm gonna, listen to Lil Wayne. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something real quick. So Ooh, I don't do it. I used to. I used to have sex <laughs> with this guy. This black guy. It's like a DJ. He lived here in Brooklyn. He's very like you know, blah 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 blah, and he was in a polyamorous relationship. Hold up. Mind you, he was militant pro-black. It's always Oh, that. black, black, always. black, black. Oh, blah, blah, And he, this nigga is in a relationship with two white men. Exactly. What? So you're dating Dr. Umar. Hold up, hold up, hold up. And on top of that, he had the nerve to one time tell me, oh yeah, my, you know, my one of my boyfriends, like he was, he went on a date with this black guy. He was just like, I can't believe how unwoke he is. And I was like, 
Stop. You really? And no. I was like, I'm so sorry. What? <laughs> I was like, no. Are you serious with this? No, like, first no. of all, I don't. I, along with other great scholars, do not believe in this whole woke. <laughs> you tried whole, it. This, this whole woke thing <laughs> because it's not a real thing at all. It's Along not. with other great scholars, you better pick up the shit out yourself, That whole woke thing is not a real thing. Wait, so then, do you want to talk about the Mano thing then? Because I think that's a great. Well, we have, we have like three minutes left. Okay, I bad, also, I still want to talk about that woman who, who killed that man too. By so, so let's just continue on this. What happened? What is that story? This. What happened? Can you expound on that for us, please? Thank you very much. This uh, white OnlyFans girl, uh, she had a black boyfriend, and apparently they had some type of issues behind the scene, but it was like nice in front of everybody, but she stabbed him and killed him. Like, stabbed him a bunch of times. Oh, my God. And um, it came out, like, later that the victim, the black guy, like, they found his Twitter, and he said a lot of disparaging things about black women and just saying how he prefers white women. <laughs> oh, see. So now his family's trying to, like, get black people to, like, ride for him. We ain't giving him. We're not like, contributing you know, to that GoFundMe. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, cause, so Because the writing was what? on the wall. No Tino shit. Wow. Just, like, because also, it's not, I'm not talking about just white women, right? But white women who specifically fetishize black men. It's a red flag. Rebecca. Mm -hmm. You know? It's a red flag because I'm not... I'm saying I know... There are some white women who genuinely want to be black men, not for the fetish. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not talking about those people. I'm mm -hmm. talking about those people who... I'm talking about the Kim Kardashians. I'm talking... Ooh. You know what I'm saying? All Ooh. the Kardashians. Those, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not Courtney, girl. Courtney, like her like white dicker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're not accessories. So, of course, right. why are you surprised that this woman who saw you as a token, a trophy anyway doesn't care about your life mm. and then and at same, the same time the women who do care about you you're disparaging them and i'm not gonna hold you i was talking to a man who's talking about i like you know all types of women uh uh and then he had the nerve to fix his mouth to say something about black women and i was like do you realize we're the only ones dating you <laughs> preferentially mm. like we're the only ones who are like no i want a black man not just any man not not my second choice my first choice. So why are you talking about us? And I think the reason why is they don't like the accountability that we give them because when you right. love someone, right. you're going to mm -hmm. hold them accountable. You're right. not going to be a yes. And right. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, and I was talking to another one of my friends. <clears throat> and I was like, it was like, this dad said to me, well, you should date somebody who like wants to date you because you're black. I said, no, honey, I'm not. I'm not. I have self-esteem. You know, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. you that. And another thing I was <laughs> And another, and, and another. <laughs> you gotta stop. Not the Negro spiritual voice. Uh, <laughs> oh, baby, I gotta show okay. you. Mm -hmm. Okay, nigga, please don't let this office pass. <laughs> Cause you know that's how that song really went. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead. We gonna start the messy hour, even though it's already messy right now. You guys are in for but, a great show today. I'm so go ahead. But just two questions, because it was a great segue into what you were saying about this black man with this this role play with this white woman. Yes, yes, we're gonna get to that here because okay. we're going to the second hour. But yes, yeah, so we're gonna talk about how we are not helping our own cause uh, in that sense. So you're listening to Question of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Well, speaking of fucked up, honey. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, she don't came up. Look at her. Look at God. Getting merch. I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. He's not going to let me do anything. Let's get that right. Bitch, I see what you did there. You see what I did there? And I appreciate it. It's amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Quirks of the Mind. I'm going to let these queens calm down. Because they Ooh, do need to calm down. They're whatever. doing the most. I'm All right. What, what is happening? Mm. What is happening on the record right now? Say your girlfriend. I'm like, no, nah, this is my good Judy. Bitch, what the fuck you mean? Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Time for the Messy Hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Y'all, we're being picked up here. So um, before we even go any further, I am going to play our... um, Throwback track, which is all this, like I say, everything today is based on the last week. It's called Never Too Much. But, you know, <laughs> Tino, tell them why this song's been in your head, right? Yes, I love this song because it's never too much, just to know. And also, well, I miss when niggas used to talk to women like this. Well, he wasn't talking to women, but. I was about to say, girl. <laughs> but, like, I miss when the R&B niggas was the R&B, I mean, you no, know? No, no, he was technically talking to women because if you look at it this way, it would be like he was a woman, he's a lesbian, so he was technically talking okay, to women. Yeah. <laughs> You know, mm. he said, Luthenia Vandross, kisses from you. Yeah. <laughs> it's never too. I Let want to tell you, uh, <laughs> people are like, I don't know. Luther Vandross, like, I don't know if, it's, if Luther was gay or not. I said, Luther was gay because you know who Luther's, uh, Luther's favorite diva, you know, everybody got the girl. Luther will roll in the car for Dion Ward. That's Thank why he, you. That's why he remade her. The song. pink mm. sync was on an yeah. album mm. cover, should have been enough for you. That was that was. Dion Warwick was Luther Vandross's number one, honey. Because he, he recorded and he re-recorded all her songs. Oh my god, Barry, what do you think? Is, uh, you know, is Luther it, one of the girls? <laughs> You're still on. Get oh, out. Okay, but anyway, we're gonna some of that good potato salad. Okay. <laughs> 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 like a mean potato salad. We're gonna, we gonna play Never Too Much. You're listening to Question of My Life on Radio Free Brooklyn. Hmm.
Honey, we gotta get back to these topics over here. I forgot we were here talking. We're just talking up a storm. Y'all look, I'm glad to have these wonderful people here for the messy hour. So we're gonna keep going and talk about uh Menio. I don't know, he's a rapper or something, somebody. Chris, can you tell her what he does? Mano. Mano, is that his name? He's from Love and Hip Hop. Oh, that's what he does. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's a perfect. Can we talk about him on this show? I mean, it's the messy hours. <laughs> right. So well anyway. He oh, yeah. says he likes to role play as a runaway slave with white women. And this is the thing. Let me say this right here. And part of the reason why, like I said, we've we'll, we'll discussed a lot of time, like whenever like a white guy hits on me, I'm like really, like my sensitivity is really heightened because I don't know what your intentions are, like what the purest form. Because when people come and start to talk to you about things that they think are black things, <laughs> it's really weird. Then I just started to talk about the whitest shit. Yeah, it's like I love yeah, Seinfeld almost, too. Like, I don't talk about the whitest shit. I've never ever gotten into a fight with that that boy at the bar. Um, that white boy who was who was talking about he was a dancer, and then right. Oh, oh yeah, God. I remember. Oh. Yeah, I remember that. That oh, that's what the one the guy that told me to uh, to click back to my hut. Oh yes. Wait, what? Stop. Oh yeah. You never told me Stop. this, girl. It was we might be I've lived. Oh, no, that's why. No, yeah. You know, I'm also not surprised. Oh, no. I mean, we're talking about something. I said, no, this is not what happened. I said, we're talking about African culture because he's from Brazil. White, white Brazil, blah, blah. He said, well, why don't you click back to your hut? Wait, where was this at? Like, but see, I've, this was an like XCS. Um, oh, okay, when I yeah, <laughs> but I was like, I'm very calm. I'm just like, okay. and I just, he leaned back and I let him. I laid into him. I'm I like, know. I was, going I was just like, okay, okay, okay. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing today. That was. I mean, I I think all of us have. Well, I can't make an assumption, but all of us have probably had uh, racist comment at a gay bar because I definitely. Oh yeah, have, without a doubt. 
All the time. When I think about the story that you just shared, just so everyone knows what we're saying, just listen to some of the shit he said. Quote, I like to play like a disobedient slave with a white woman. It's two of them. It's like me getting whooped, right? Most of them don't want to play like that. They say this nigga's nuts. It's like, listen, you're going to act like your master's wife. And I got whooped by master for eyeballing you. But the whole time you've been really, you know, you liked it. You've been eyeballing me. It's some freaky shit that I'm going to come out all sweaty, just finish getting whooped. And then you're going to say, no, Billy Joe, no, no, Billy Joe, no. Mass is going to like it. He's not going to like it. And I'll say, you know, you want it, lady. Marquis, I hate this reading so much. Because people need to understand okay. how sick, how deprived, Great. depraved this is. Let's go get that nigga right now and get a real whip. <laughs> okay. And we're going to show him how it feels. Okay. Like, that way he won't be daydreaming about right. this whole. And romanticizing. Oh. Right. Slavery. Disgusting. And getting whipped. I have never. I how have many, never. How, like, first of all, as a black man, how many of us have been killed for <laughs> even for some woman say he looked at me mm-hmm. yeah. how many people have been lynched right yes. you know what I mean like why would you even but some this is people it, who are uneducated it's the most ignorant yeah. I just don't, I, under, I I don't understand like that whole thing like I said the thing that pisses me off is just people like that that participate in that because I'm like let me just go here fine that's your fetish Right. That's your fantasy. The reason why it's an issue is because you're dealing with people who cannot separate a, fa- a, a fantasy from reality. Because mm-hmm. what happens is they will do that to you and they will see me or see somebody be like, oh, yes. And they will run over there and say the same thing. And they want to get cussed thing. out. Right. They're like, oh, my God. But, you know, my friend over there said it right. was fine. Absolutely. And that's them because right. they don't think of you as an individual. Mm-hmm. They think of you as somebody who is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like because your friend liked A, B, C, D, E, F, G, yes. you know. I I remember somebody somebody told me oh oh god you know you you know you're not that you're not black you're not black like that me like too. some white person I'm just like like bitch I, like, I will cuss you I out said, bitch, the- I'm black it's just because I'm not over here listening to like a uh, uh, gangster rap does not mean that I'm not black like and don't hate have, on it either we have yeah, different exactly. things it's just I don't hate on different folks for different folks but it's just like they wanted this. they want this thing that they think is black in that sense and especially me being. A uh, darker skinned man. Oh my gosh, that's that a whole, whole yes. it's a whole other level. thing. It's and a whole other me thing. Let me let, let me throw it is, it is let me throw one more layer on top of that. Me even being fetishized by black people because I'm African. That's another one too. Make it play. So there is like I'm getting it from each way and not in the fun way, you know, in that sense. You know, but and <laughs> As a woman alone. <laughs> I have to pass the time. Right, right. But it's just like, well, damn. And then when you demand for people to treat you like a person, they get mad. Like, no, I'm a person. I just want to get to know you as a person. Like, Literally. I'm a, I'm a person. I have interest. Like, you know, like, the, and it will be like, they will say something to me. They'll be like, oh, you're, you're, oh, you're a hot black guy. I said, well, why do you have to put my race, race in it? Well, how, it's a compliment. How am I supposed to say it to you? You're Thank a hot you. man. But what, I mean, can let you just period. say that. Like you're hot. You don't period. have to qualify my race. But like, I have to. I really think this guy sounds sick. Oh, <laughs> like I, sick. I guess, this, yeah. this is not even a like. He didn't live. Like I don't. I, I we know that is the most devastating experience in life. Mm-hmm. What happened for three hundred years in this country? Yeah, and globally, it's you know obviously. Where in his world did this become attractive? 
Like it's a, it's a it's truly an illness that is in our community, and this is to the extreme part of it because obviously others are not, at least from what we know, what we see, whoever we know, are not being like, well, let me. I mean, in some of their racial tropes in his own comments, right? So I want to actually ask Chris this question because I, I know you cover some of the love and hip hop stuff. Like, is he unfortunate? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you do a fantastic job. So don't is this, even. Is this what he? Is this his thing? No way. There's a lot. I forgot what he looks like. A, so is this something that he you, you've seen like uh, inklings off? Um, from what show? I remember, like that's the guy that. I'm not sure if that's him or not, but um, I just know he's a buffoon. That's let me see. Yeah, that's him right there. Yeah. Potato he doesn't look remi- uh, familiar at all. Like I don't even. What has he? Yeah, I think he was on. Yeah, he was definitely on Love and Hip Hop. He looks like this other guy, but um, yeah, he's just a buffoon. I'm not really familiar with him like that. Okay. But yeah, I'm not sure what would make him feel comfortable to even I feel like disclose I've seen him around in front of a bunch of black women yeah, too. That's because you brought up a good point. You like what you like. Okay, fine. Why we gotta hear about it? Like yeah. you could have left that alone. Nobody even asked. I, I watched yeah, it seems the clip. Random. Nobody asked you that. You could have kept it because yeah. no one. I mean, some people can't control what they like sexually. Okay, fine, but you have to broadcast that, knowing how problematic it is. In right. front of, and on right. like a black in front of black women. And he's proud. Mm. Yeah, mm, mm, mm. And that, that is where I can. And that's where, like for me, that's where I would tell people that that's where my issue comes in for a lot of things that happen with some when the white people try to hit on me. And I remember, like I said, I was talking to somebody one time, and I was just like. They're like, well, you're going to have the same problems, like, you know, if you're dating somebody your own race. I said, no, I'm going to have regular relationship problems. I'm not, I'm not starting from you're black, I'm white, or blah, blah. I say, literally, I say, it literally goes like this. If I was dating a white person, I have to explain to them why is this. It's hard for me because I'm black. If I'm dating a black person, I don't have to explain that. I can start from here in that sense. If I'm one more layer, if I'm dating a West African person, yeah. then I actually have another layer I don't have to fucking explain. I like, so that's why it's just like, oh, I don't have to explain this to this person. But I'm not going out of my way to date a white person who understands me and like passing everybody, but just be like, I must find that woke. 35-year-old black Cameroonian man that lives in a white man's body. Yeah, I It don't, has to I just, happen. You know, it's an obstacle. And it's just like, and then to hear people like this who like are playing like the race and all of that, and even the white women are telling you you're crazy, then that's how you know you're crazy, nigga. The white women are just like, um, <laughs> thank you. I mean, I just want some dick, They're but like, you're doing too much. Right, she's like, I'm uncomfortable with that. <laughs> this, um, this black, um, this, they're now trans, but this black person who sings, who was on Broadway, told me that one time, um, they met this guy, this white man, on an app, and they hooked up. And while they were fucking, the person was like, "Take this white dick, you nigger," and said all this stuff to the person while they were fucking, while he was fucking him. And I said, and I said, "What happened?" He said, "I was stunned, like I could not believe it was happening." And then when we, and I was like, "We gotta stop," and then. We got to stop. We stopped. And then the person, like, left. Like, he left. Um, and then, then the next time, like, maybe not even a month later, he was doing a show. And that person was a producer for the show. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. What app did he meet? Did they like, meet them all? Grindr or... Like, the stuff would have been, like, yeah, yeah, a yeah, slap, yeah, yeah. a punch. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I just was like... That is it, honey. They're, they're in all, all of them but, are on. in the area, honey. But I will tell you this: I got in trouble one time. <laughs> one time, <laughs> really. <laughs> so, I was, hold on. 
So I remember, so I have, I have a, a, a friend, like we still keep in contact from some time to time. And um, he is from the South. He lives here in New York. He's lived here for a very long time. And he has a white boyfriend. He's had this boyfriend. I mean, this was like 2008, 2009, around in there. So it's been a while. So he has this white boyfriend. And I remember we were at a summer festival singing together. And the white boyfriend was there. And I guess the white boyfriend felt real comfortable because, you know, he's around all these black people. And he was just like, we were at a um, a function at like, he was like, you know, like one of those parties, like a pre-opening night party. Yes, blah, yes, blah, blah, yes. Blah. I guess I and know. And so we were like at this place. And then the guy was like, yeah, I mean, I love it when I'm like, oh, fuck me, nigga, fuck me. And I was like, Whoa. what? And then my wife just like, my wine just went flying out of my hand in this person's face. Good. And I just was like, what? Good. And people were like, Oh my god! And I was like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Good. And he was in. And the boy, I can't. I was about to say his name, that quack. And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I was like, it. "Um." I said, "Are you fucking serious? You let him use that language?" Literally. And he was like, "Well, I mean, I said, I'm gonna call your fucking mom in North Carolina. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm gonna call your, gonna mom. Call your mom." But then we always, but this this thing, I'm from the South, and I don't know what it is to be from the North and have this different thing where there are lots of... Track us. Chris, Chris from Louisiana. Like, from New Orleans. Listen, no, 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 no. But I don't know what it's like Midwest to be, here. have been around Midwest. white people in a different way and all this stuff. I'm from the South. I do know growing up that, you know, it was a status symbol that when someone, like, dated a white person or when they married a white person, it's like they arrived, they had, they were, they wanted something better for themselves, kind of a thing. So then you, like you and I had this conversation, mm-hmm. you can run around here and paint the picture of, I want to be with this 10 plus of a black person, but run around with a three, four of a white yeah. person. <gasps> or a six. Oh. And I got like, in, he's I got coming it. for straight and then it's again. Like, and it's like, are you serious? I got in That's trouble for that. Be. I actually got in trouble for that because I had a whole panel and I invited a few people and some people did not appreciate that. that oh I, gosh, said I, that. I was, I was like, true. I was like, but it's true. I said, because oh, I remember I, this. I said, and let yeah. me tell you why that is because deep, people don't, you got this thing deep. I was like, that late, White man, that not so good looking older white man, no shade to older white man, just saying that particular person will look at a white boy with a great body, beautiful face, look at a black boy with a great body, beautiful face, a black boy could be prettier. He will look at that white boy and go like, that is above my league. Yeah, like more cherished, more... The black man I can get. He would do to say the grossest thing to the black man, but he would never do it to the white man because he would think it's above his league, even if the black man's hotter than a white man he'd be like and I, well and it's systemic like racism I think he's yeah, yeah, very it bland to that's me. what it, it is, is. It is so but you know deep. what like I said do what you do yeah. just keep it over there I would tell people I said look <laughs> just keep it over there okay. I would tell people when, the, when people start acting crazy I'm like the chicken I cross the road Same. Speaking or, especially, especially when they Same. say to you I know you don't like me Cause Cause it's like, I'm, refer- I'm referring to um <laughs> oh don't do it <laughs> Duran you, you stay Hold back up. to your co Listen, I'm gonna say okay so speaking of these issues uh-uh. so Duran um, grandma I just say their name <laughs> so I or, or like, keep it off the playground okay oh, listen so oh, I just I just have a Chris is like because I know we're we're gonna start you know in a few minutes we're probably gonna catch up with me but I have a couple of comments because I listened to last week's episode oh, Jesus Christ and I. I'm very concerned by some things that happened um, because I'm so glad that I was not here because I understand it was a very emotional time for people 
and there was all this talk about evolving music and things break. like that. <laughs> but you know, it started out really weird to me because when they start when Micah started talking about how like his birthday is around Black Gay Pride and blah blah blah, and we all know because we've had this conversation on this Girl. on here before, like why would that would not even be a thing really that you would be wanting to go to because you find Girl. your solace we'll in be right back after these something messages. else <laughs> right and i listen i feel but i also did not like how he came for your other friend but i will say this to people talking about not being there for people let's get one thing straight your host, Sadu Carmo's father, passed away last year in October. The funeral was in November. There was ample time, at least three weeks. Not one of his friends, except for Rebecca and I, showed up for him. He shouldn't have had to ask anyone. He shouldn't have had to ex- to make excuses for maybe they, you know, they're just not there yet. Their emotions, it doesn't matter. We're grownups. We're grown. We're 40 plus, 35 and older. Our parents are of certain ages where family members start to pass. If you don't know how to show up with your friend in that way, then you need to figure something out. It's not okay. I was so heartbroken. And I don't want to cry because it's not. Damn it. But, uh-uh. but, I was, <laughs> but, I, but it bothered me so much. That I showed up to my to be there for my friend, and his friends who have been friends longer than he and I have been, they're closer. Were not there for him. I could not believe that. So when we talk about someone not showing up for a failed campaign or all these things, that when you're not there for your best friend who is only showing you kindness, who is only and always taken up for you for everything you've done and all those things and been there for you and then you can't do the most the most humane thing to be there for your friend who has lost a parent these things are trivial that is like I just could not believe in hearing that my takeaway was like the audacity and listen Micah you and I I'm sure you'll listen to this you and I have our own differences but this doesn't only go to you. It's all of his friends. Because Sadu and I have known each other. Like, we met each other in early 2000s at the Met Bookstore. 2007. We didn't, we, yes. And then, but we didn't become great friends until like the past maybe three years. Three, four years, yeah. And, and I was, and I had, because number one, I was in a relationship for seven years. Relationships, you know, I had a relationship where I was always with my partner. Oh, and I would go and go do things with Sadu but I also had to go home. I wasn't, I couldn't live a single life mm-hmm. because I wasn't single. Yep. But I also missed my friend Sadu, who I always thought was my friend because I'm a friend who was like a friend. Yeah, she hardcore. So, so, <laughs> and and for the longest time, I definitely felt that the the friendship was not being reciprocated on the other side. And I had to have, and I had to talk with Sadu about it. She did. I had to talk with my my partner. I cried a many a times i always felt left out like there was always something going on i was not invited you know like and i, and I was just like well what am i doing like i am really tr- like i like this is somebody who i really love and i want to and i'm here to support them and all this stuff like that 
I'm like a great friend. And it took a while for him to get that. But then, but listen, it happened. As soon as he said it, sometimes when you are in a relationship, because I was in a long term one that length as well, they do write your friends will not not write you off a bit, but they know that you're home on Friday. Right. (laughs) You're on Friday night at six o'clock. You're home on Saturday, Sunday. That didn't change significantly for me. I did keep things up because I needed my space, but I get that. I think right. at times friends do allocate you in a certain spot because you're in a long-term relationship. Right. And, but- and that's understandable and also makes sense. And when we think about uh, decisions that are made, uh, sometimes people make decisions in spaces that they're not 100% mm-hmm. in the, their best space to make the decision that they would like to make if they were 100% in their own full power, their own wellness, and their own uh, recovery from right. pain that they've had. So I'm not uh, completely aware of uh, whatever certain things that have been mentioned. <clears throat> but what I will say is that our dear friend has, uh, Micah has been going through individual challenges, mm-hmm. as we all have. And you know, there's that grace that we give people, uh, especially when we know that they're having a hard time. Well, look, we're going to go to the music break. Here, look, y'all was kicking and now you don't got serious. We're going to come and <laughs> interview this damn show every fucking time. <laughs> it never fails. Chris is like, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> he said, like, it ain't my goddamn show. I would have got the commercial. <laughs> but, okay, we have our music break right now. And thank you, Barry. And let me just say this much right quick before anything. Let's clear this up. So, the thing about, like, our relationship, we've become super, super close in the past, like, few years. And specify, and it's not, and specify it, who we is. Cause me we and Barry. Me and Barry, yes. So, it had nothing to do with the fact that I didn't think he was a friend. I always thought he was a friend. I, at the time, just didn't know how to balance what I was balancing. Because I didn't know that it was okay for me. I had formed a tight knit group to be have somebody else, not necessarily in the group outside of my group, be at the same level. But I didn't know that. I will add this: yeah. that when you first met Micah, we were friends, and Micah was a prospect. And then, but my, but then you quickly and I remember being. Listen, I remember being there. I remember no. being in us. All meeting my, this guy. His name is Mike. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being there. And I was like, girl, she not for you, honey. Cause we went somewhere. And every white person that walked around, her eyes were. Bitch, <laughs> we gonna go to music break. <laughs> and so, you so, know, then I was, so then, but then they became really great friends. Yeah. And so this is what, and so they became, and like that relationship is their relationship. I'm not jealous of that relationship or any other of his relationships, mm-hmm. right? But my problem mm-hmm. was when, I mean, so Sadu lost two people last year. And his friends, like, he, you know, JJ passed oh. away. And then his father. And so, you know, being there and being like, oh, girl, are we going to get a drink? Are we going to blah, blah, blah? That's something. But, like, you want to be able to, you can't be the always the strongest friend. You know what I mean? And especially when people are talking about, like, I've grown and this and that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, really, you haven't. You need Mm -hmm. to keep, you need to keep your journal with your therapy notebook. Like, I need to figure, you need to figure those things out and revisit that from time to time. Because, like, there are things that really take time. And when you're with, when you're friends, and again, I'm 41 now. What? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's one of those things where I know, girl, I know I look 37. Okay. But I'm 39. 39. And so, listen, I feel, but I also think that, you know, we have to be stronger for each other because there's so much stuff going on. We live in a city where we don't have, our family isn't here. So our friends are our family. 
Like we, all of us, none of us who live in New York City have relatives who are like right here that we can call immediately. But Barry, I think I think we kind of spoke about this last week too. That like you gotta kind of meet people where they're at, right? Like some people, you could try to say that, but they're just not there yet. And I don't know if that's. But then how a is, flaw. is it it's okay for them to not be there, but then call other people out? On them not being no there. that yeah. no that that, yeah. that part that, is very that, fair, that is fair and I'm not and, gonna and so, and I'm that's not what, and that's why this came up for there. me yep. and this is why that is exactly why yeah. this came up for me gotcha yeah, because got I was it. just like the the audacity mm. but you, you know it's always it's always and I'm not I I, I can't like like Marquis said I can't speak on a lot of the things because I'm not aware of them but at the same time sometimes when you're not there yet as well. Then it's very easy for you to think of things black and white, mm-hmm. just because I feel like, especially for me, the, the shades of gray came in through my struggling and being like, "Damn, mm-hmm. I was wrong," and "Damn, I'm going through it." And now I see the people that I was criticizing for so and so. Now I get it mm-hmm. because I went through it. So I, I think, and that's why I just in my just journey. I've just learned to extend more people more great. And I'm not saying you're not doing that, but I'm Drum just saying like... Aries, honey. Don't come back. <laughs> okay. She said, fire! Fire upon them! <laughs> well, look. Oh, we're gonna, that, we're gonna, that makes sense. We're going to continue with cancer. I'm going to have to go ahead and go to this music break, though. But anyway, I just want you to get... Because here's the thing. Everybody's been expressing themselves on the air for the past few weeks. So yeah. that's why I'm just like, everybody needs to express them. But I want you to know that. And, and I, I, also, I want you to know, it's not just you. Like, again, this gripe is not with you because I've had this issue since... November. So, and so, and, and I also, and I felt, and I have felt some kind of way about it because it just, you know, if, I mean, listen, I had, I was in a relationship and my partner, my grandmother passed away and my partner didn't go home with me to the funeral. And he had met my grandmother and my mom was like, what do you mean he's not coming? And I was just like, what? And I remember t- having this conversation with Sadu about this mm. and being so upset. Yeah. And say he would be like, girl, don't worry about it. Listen, you have to pull one of those old Africans. If something happened to him, <laughs> his one of his his parents or his his, you know, his grandma or something like that, because I cause I like, you know, his grandma. And he was like, girl, you just gonna you do like the Africans do, honey. Show up and do everything. Your same <laughs> voice is so good. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, show up and do everything. Just do everything. Because you need that done. Girl, 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 all the food, do everything, girl. And then look at him and be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how a good African would do it. Yeah. Your Sado impression is on point. Are you trying to say I'm petty? We're oh my to- god! <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, so, so, that, yeah. so that, and that's the thing. Like, some losing, advice you'd and give that was my only thing. Like losing someone so near and dear to you, and then like, and not having. I mean, and people show up, like you said, people show up in the ways they know how to show up, mm-hmm. and and so you know. And but I know that for me, like, I just, you know, we're a certain age where we have to be able to like. Not be so selfish and rely on people. Right. And yeah. I think that, yeah. and I honestly say this um, before I go to the music break for real, for real. And I, you just hit something. So a lot of times, certain of my friends, like even like Duran here, have become my friends because I have these things where I really love. I, it's not. I'm not trying to save anybody. But people who are see are struggling with certain emotions that I have that I can help with. I naturally navigate towards and I become friends with them, be like and try to raise them up and be like, you see, when I met Duran, I'm just like, like, you need black gay friends. I need you to have black gay men friends. I need you to do this. I need you to move around. I need you to meet people. And I think for me and you, and I say this clear, it's because I and thought you were being Barry. I, I was like, when we're meeting Barry, I didn't see anything. And that's the thing, you gotta open your eye. I didn't see anything, I don't wanna say wrong, but I didn't see anything Barry needed from me. Mm. I just thought he was this strong person because he had a strong personality. Yeah. That's the difference. Right. So mm-hmm. to me, it was just, like, oh, that's the bitch going to be fine. So it was never like, 
And I, I never, I'm not. But, but she's not. And then when I actually found out he wasn't, we actually had a good conversation. When I actually found out that he wasn't, he can tell you, Four three hundred and sixty degrees. Oh. I'm like, girl, I don't even like talking the phone, but I'll be on this phone, phone talking to, talking girl, about American Dad, high as, dad, fuck, high as hell, here. talking about cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, anyway, let me go to the music break over oh, yeah, here. Chris is like looking at her like, look at this mess. This don't make no. This don't. This don't make no sense. Anyway, we're gonna listen to three tracks that Marquee picked. We have Queen Bitch by Lil' Kim, uh, Choir Storm Remix by Mo, uh, Mob Deep featuring Lil' Kim, and The Thing from New York, New York by Frank Sinatra. You're listening to Chris and My Live on Radio Free Ooh, Brooklyn. Yeah.
through it all, man. Blood, sweat, and tears. Niggas is dead and shit. The fuck else could happen, yo? I don't think much more, son. I don't remember, yo. Yeah, seen it all and been through it all, yo. That's how niggas know right now. Oh, the mother for real, for real. Queen B, baby. That's it, it's the truth. Lil' Kim. Yeah, Blowing niggas with rusty ass German things Giving the double as I motherfucking claim the fame Throwing your wetsuit when it rains and pours and all Hit them with the fall, don't even know them from a hole in the wall Get at me, niggas wanna clap me Snitches wanna rap me, put it right where they back be Keep my guns close to me, enemies even closer Sending kites with the motor rollers, yo Give them the cold shoulder with a hollow tip to match Bad apple out of the bats, obsessed with gas Since a little dude eating niggas full buck fifties Niggas could kill me, but they coming with me How about and the queen be to attack Only your fly bitch like that could leave him relax Rock him to sleep, make him think the drama is dead Yo, I smile up in your face, but I'm flying instead Yo, it's some real shit, shit to make you feel shit Lump him in the club shit, have you out and out when you bump this Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough Yo, it's the real shit, shit to make you feel shit Lump him in the club shit, have you out and out when you bump this Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough Hot damn hole, here we go again Light as a rock, bitch, hard as a cop, bitch This shit not for blocks, through hard tops In the parking lots, where my nigga rock Like the spark a lot My Brooklyn style speak for itself Like a wrestler, another notch under my belt The embezzler, chrome treasurer The UNO competitor I'm ten steps ahead of ya I'm a leader, y'all some following shit Coming in this game on some modeling shit Bitches suck cock just to get to the top I put a hundred percent in every line I drop It's the Q to the B with the M-O-B-B Queensbridge, Brooklyn, and we D-double-E-P What? Y'all wish I lived a life I lived And yo, prodigy, uh, tell them what uh, this is, done Yo, it's the real yeah. shit, shit to make you feel shit Dump them in the club, shit Have you out and out when you bump this Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough Yo, it's the real yeah. shit, shit to make you feel shit Dump them in the club, shit Have you out and out when you bump this Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut Have yo. a nigga OD, cause it's never I enough I can never get enough of it Yo, that's my shit, I need that shit, to boost my adrenaline, you rock that shit, that real life shit, makes bitches wanna thug it, makes the projects love it, we come through like fuck it, y'all want problems, pursue it, let's do it, infamous small bosses, check out the portrait at the round table, my thun speaker with his twin ghosts, it's gangsta how we rock, while you watch, attracted to our style, this is how we get down, with big jewelry and big guns, we get busy, it get grisly, beat niggas bloody, twist niggas frontin', get to running. For the men's get the dumping, the fans get the dumping. MOBB got the whole spot jumping. When my niggas step uh, in the place, uh, damn, you gotta love it. It's the real yeah. shit, shit to make you feel shit. Dump them in the club, shit. Have you out and out when you bump this? Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut. Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough. Yo, it's the real yeah. shit, shit to make you feel shit. Dump them in the club, shit. Have you out and out when you bump this? Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut. Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough. Real 
Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it New York, New York I want to wake up In a city that doesn't sleep And find I'm king of the hill Top of the heap These little town blues Are melting away I'll make a brand new start of it In old New York If I can Yes, y'all. We are back. We uh, we have talked over some things on the break, <laughs> but I'm glad you're enjoying this very spicy show. It's a very honest show. Wait, the show has been good. Well, she's honest whenever I'm here. You know I don't play those games. I know. <laughs> Barry's like, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. It's not. I'm not. I'm not like that type. Of, that type of person. No, he's not a fighter, um, honey. I'm he not is. that person. But I also like. I like to hold people accountable. Yes. yes. I am that person. Yes. And he is also the world's number one Shantae Moore impersonator. <gasps> Girl, you know what you like? <laughs> Lil Mo, honey, be trying to come Not for me the- all the time. Lil Mo be trying to come, honey. You know she Not get upset. I call him, I, I, I text him, I say, hey, what's going on, Shantae Moore? He said, what you doing, Lil Mo? I said, oh, bitch, you got that. Lil Mo. 
No, Larry Corbett, Batista Campbell. Oh, um, I'm. No, girl, I don't have to try I'm, that hard. I'm still here. I don't have to try that hard. <laughs> always be relevant. Nobody else do it. Walk on stage. No, Tisha Campbell will always be relevant. That's what Bob. That's what Bob. Tisha Campbell was actually more of a compliment than fucking Shantae Moore. I mean, I'm sure, but it's all right. It's all right. Um, hold on, but I, so I just want to say, because I know you're going to ask me a couple of things. So I was away for a very long time. Yes. Because I was doing a show in Lincoln Center Theater, Intimate Apparel. Period. And um, opera, his Lincoln Center debut. And so opera? it was really an amazing show. It was great. I had some little things going into it because I was very unsure of myself. It was my first thing back into, like, back into performing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, a few years ago I had a very serious surgery and they had to go into the front and so, like, and it hindered my vocal ability mm. for quite some time. So it was the first thing that was back to Not a Linda. normal kind of, like, life of performing. And, um, and it was really, like, humbling. It was amazing. I had great colleagues. Um, it, it was, was all, a good it, show, especially you know, mostly all black act. people. Also, I, like, I love that. I love to do shows where, you know, it's not always. I mean, because you, as an opera singer, and having traveled and been a part of different things and, sh- and shows and concerts, like most of the time you'll probably see one other person like you. Mm. But this show yeah. had, there were only like in a cast of what, 10, 15, there were like only two white people in the Girl, they had Shante Moore, wow. Tisha Campbell, like, Nicole wow. Murphy. It was, uh, it was so stupid. And so, um, and so <laughs> it was a great intro of the show. Again, an intimate apparel. And it will actually, we, um, towards the end of the run, we were told that PBS wanted to, PBS's great performances wanted to record us. Period. So we, um, that would be on the on like PBS this coming fall. I'm not really sure. I, as soon as I know that you guys know, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, and that that's amazing. It. But um, yeah. and I've been trying to like get into. I've been trying to make that transition into um administration into administration because I would like to run a company one day. Absolutely, yeah. it's gonna be great. So let's yeah. all say this before we even go in front and discuss on the trip. Uh, Chris, can you give people your um. Patreon, yeah. your information, because you know he does. We've talked a lot about a lot of things, but he, you know, he does um, the YouTube reviews. He's yeah. a businessman, business fish, so he does it all. So he's going to give you information. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I have a um, podcast uh, with Alexander Rogers. It's on YouTube. It's called Pop Roast. Uh, we also have it on Spotify and Apple. It's available. I have my own YouTube channel where I do mostly reviews on housewives, messy shit, pop culture. Um, my Patreon is patreon.com slash cdiggywonders if you want to go, like, know a little bit more about me. It's a little bit more spicier than my YouTube. Uh, what else? That's it. Repeat the Patreon. Oh, patreon.com slash cdiggywonders. She's going to follow you. She's going to answer questions. I absolutely <laughs> <laughs> And I'm cdiggy1 on Instagram, Twitter. Yes, and listen to the show. So he does pop roast. He does a show that. They are messy show too. They're not messy like we've been the past two weeks on the show. But <laughs> it's like the read. You know? It's like the read Love in it. that sense. So, oh, you know, just, you know. Um, so, but <laughs> what, what the fuck was that? Oh, God. So also, um, what was I going to do? You know, let's go to some more topics here because we okay. don't. We have spent enough. We got about 10 minutes. So, I do have a yeah, go ahead. Yes, please. Yes. So, um, Tashina Arnold, she. Um, Made a quote. We share a birthday. <laughs> and she said, um, <laughs> she's getting dragged. Yes, I read for, that quote. Um, asking, what we can we as black women in America do to stop aiding in the emasculation of black men in America? Wait, what was, oh, wait, what, what was it? What was it again? She asked, what can we as black women in America do to stop aiding in the emasculation of black men in America? So you can answer first, Tino. After, <laughs> I hate you. you are, I hate you. You are the real black woman. After here. all those years on Martin getting in the ass, you want to ask that question? Really? 
I don't think we're aiding in the emasculation of anyone because at the end of the day, this whole masculine feminine thing is a whole facade. Like it's not real. Like mm. you are who you are, and no, if you're really that, no one can take that away from you. Right. Period. It's so weird to me that people who literally was looking at Rick James and be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck that man while he was wearing thigh high boots, girl, and, and all the '70s, the yeah. men those clothes and, and all them, the, no, and all them men. Look, look, how many bitches look, look, looking Prince. at them, they'd be like, look oh yeah, Prince. they're like, oh my god, yes, he wears the same eyeliner I do, and they wanted to fuck those men. Over here talking about Don't get some. Me started. Right. Let me tell you something. Right. Those things are topics that people. Those things are concepts. Small-minded people hold on to because they have nothing else. Yeah. If you really have an essence to yourself, you won't have to be clinging to what society says masculine or feminine or blah blah. You just be yourself. Period. I love the fact your accent's coming out. It's coming out. Right. Christina, <laughs> <gonna be> <laughs> like, I Kimmy. love you, girl. I'm about to move you your birthday to June 29th. Thank you. Let me, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Oh, now it's your turn. Go yeah, ahead. it's my turn to shine, baby. <laughs> I was at the club by myself because I felt I just got my hair done. I was feeling myself, and none of my girls could go out. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have was it Saturday it, night? Good, it, was, it was Saturday night, girl. It I wasn't, but thank you for noticing that I had my hair done. <laughs> so nice. Thank you. You know, I go every two weeks. Shout out to Sheika. So this man had come up to me, tried to chat me up, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't into it because, again, I was having a solo night. Then he was all in a tizzy because I wasn't talking to him. And then I was turning up like I do in a club. And he was like, T, that's your problem. You too masculine. You was trying to fuck me earlier, though. So, like, what's T, babe? Like, am I too masculine? Like, and even if I was, I don't give a fuck because I'm still not going home with you. So, yes, I have a problem. And as a problem child, I still don't want you. Right. So, at the same time, like, people will... People who try to just like yuck your yum type shit. No one can emasculate you if you're really masculine. Yuck period. Yum. Because iron sharp is iron. So if you're really a masculine man and you say you are a masculine woman, not gonna stop you. The 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 rise and the promotion and the uh, upliftment of gay people is not gonna stop you. Mm-hmm. This is not the big if you're really age. strong, thank you. Like let's be real you're just hiding behind that because you have nothing else you're only one thing like do better and they need a label yeah you need a label like it's boring the reason why Will Smith found him in the situation that he's in right right you're not even happy that needs to be the next topic (laughs) is the whole masculinity it's getting boring the real reason he's in that he's in that predicament because he had he felt like because, I mean, we all, like, I know y'all talked about this a couple weeks ago, but, I mean, he was laughing at the joke. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And, like, until he turned around and those southless yeah. face, yeah. Jada was like. Well, Jada know. laughed when he smacked Chris from the other camera angle. Oh, really? I'm sinister. She because she, she's so right. You know what I mean? Because she what? Because she, that's what she wants. She wa- she's First of all, I feel also like she wants her husband to fail. Mm. You know, like I, there's there's some, so many mm. layup levels of this, thing. Mm. <laughs> but I but I feel you You're know protecting like, black women now. But, what, but, we're, but we're protecting black women. Chris, you're so messy. Right, I love it. That who also other people like. Oh my gosh, listen, honey. Two years ago, I called a bitch a white this black girl a bitch on on Facebook because she was being a bitch. I didn't call her a black bitch. I was just like, oh, she is a real ass. I said, so and so is a fucking bitch, just like that. And the, and I didn't even know the girl, but I know she was being a bitch towards me. Mm-hmm. And That's she and, it, and people were like, "You can't call a black woman a bitch. How dare you? Blah blah. You hate you hate all black women." I was like, "No." And I called my mom. I hate my mom. I called my mom. I called my cousins. I called my friends. They was like, "Well, was she being a bitch?" And I was like, "Yes." Okay, then. What, what <laughs> and, my, and my friend was like, and "My friend Alicia was like, 
I'm sorry. Since when can we not call people bitches when they're being a bitch? Right. I also feel like it was a little different than if, like, for a a queer or gay black man, like, because for if a straight man calling me a bitch, she's like, well, slow down. You can't call if you're if you're not a part of the club, you can't say it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I will say that. I will say that. Like, you know, know, um, it's like the N word. Like, but like. I feel like with, with, with gay black men, like, you could call me a bitch. That's well, no, it's not even you know that. You're not saying There was another level to that then. Mm. Oh, because he's gay. Oh, you know, you know, and then it became the gay agenda is to, you know, to grade oh, all black oh, women anyway God. because they want to learn and blah, blah, blah. get that a lot too. Really? Well, I love the gay agenda. On my show, we, we have to watch saying, like, you know, this person is a bitch because we do housewives and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We try not to like call them a bitch. Now, if it's a white woman, then sometimes <laughs> there's exceptions. But I try not to use the word bitch in regards to black women because when you're on a platform, like people try to like they try yeah. to find something to manipulate it into something bigger like, into what it, actually like, what it is. Misogynist. Well, look, yeah. colorist. Oh wow. Let's speak. Not colorist. I'm gonna go ahead and flip the topic right <laughs> quick because I want to talk about something for two minutes, and then I want to go ahead. And um, talk about somebody that, after that. So let's talk about Thanos. I'm sorry, Jennifer Lopez. I um, you. So, you know, she has the, <laughs> the infinity gauntlet of, of, engagement, of engagement rings. Oh, you, you had to think about that one. I know what <laughs> so she is engaged. Uh, Elizabeth ben, Taylor would be pissed at you right now. No, but Ben Affleck. Now, I always wonder. I'm, I'm the people like, oh, my God, why can't she find a man to treat her right? And I was like, who is the common denominator in all of this? Thank you. Okay, who she is the common denominator? Up. Okay. You know, Jello just want to have a good wait, time. Wait, 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 wait. Or have like, I don't know like her history with like the details of like her relationships, but are these men actually treating her wrong or are these relationships just Listen, not she, working? Here's the thing, girl. Here's the thing. She was with what's the she name? I need to know. Six they were doing engagements, call, like nobody's business. Six engagements. If you have six engagements. Bitch, there's a possibility that you're the problem. No, I mean, but also what the the cushy two bomb? Like she need to, you know, saying like she can't be held down. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe it's just like no, no. I'm not. I'm not. not, The bitch is a Halle Berry. It's just like no, bitch. You're crazy. It's fine. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Okay, just live it. Own it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's like bitch. You can't keep a man. Exactly. It's the Chris is counting it. Like no, I'm just like like, first husband. I'm just saying who's defending then Christian. Diddy then. But say dude, what I'm trying to ask. Like who's defending her in that sense of like saying that or saying like oh hey these men are terrible like who said that who has said that. No one has well, said the men are terrible because, because, because a lot of yeah. them have cheated, like you know, a rod All, but the thing is, like you're, you know, if I feel like, what is wrong with a woman saying I'm difficult? There's nothing wrong with it. I like anybody saying But it's a, it's a thing when women are because because yeah. like women are she's very difficult. And you're like okay, girl, so I'm difficult. I would like things, low past I like the things in a very successful. particular way. I am very particular. Listen, I'm a gay black man who is light skinned. I am very particular about a lot of things. Okay, I'm from the South. My mama is crazy, just like me. Girl, like, you are like, crazy. All, like, my mama would be like, you'd be on the phone, you'd be like, your mama said that? And he was like, child, honey, this one, one a minute. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> African mothers, Ellen Robinson. Okay, listen, but there's nothing Ellen, wrong with saying call. and saying that you are, like, I'm, like, you're difficult. I know that I can be difficult. We all can be difficult in times, yeah. especially when you want something. Yes. But then, like you said, what is the common denominator? Right. And all these things. And if you know that that's you, that's fine. But anyway, speaking of that, we're going to go to this last topic. Because, you know, I like to uplift black people. And I like to uplift Uh, black gay men. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I do. I do. We got like one minute. Wait a minute. We got ninety seconds. I do uplift. We'll still sprinkle up and I uplift black gay men and I uplift black gay people, and I want to make sure I take the time to present this lovely black gay man up for topic that I think we should uplift because you know we must help Todrick Hall pay his rent and the house that he bought. When I, I knew I knew it was shady. <laughs> I we heard it. Very, very, I actually, can I say I did a I flash mob evil. with Talk Drake. He came to my college and because I'm young. I was about to say Because I'm young. Was I paid? No, but <laughs> no. Was it paid, bitch? No, it <laughs> no, wasn't. You sure, it sure wasn't. And that's why he came to college and did that shit, bitch, because he knew he could get away with that. I didn't know what he wasn't paying do? his bill. We did a little well, flash mobs. No, I'm saying like what, he, he's losing his house or what happened? He did not. I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't read the story. Well, what it was, uh, so he said he went on YouTube and said he showed his dream home that he bought. Okay. Okay. It was a gorgeous house. Very proud of it. Beautiful. He was very proud of it. And I was proud of him. <laughs> but apparently he just owes no, like two I, months rent that he was renting it for. But here's the thing. He said he bought the house. But did he not oh. buy the house? Well, well, you know, he obviously didn't buy the house. house. I thought that he probably, because when I read the article, I was like, oh, so he like, you know, maybe he was in the house for like a couple of months and then. Because maybe it was a move girl that don't work. Yeah. You know, and then he, I've done many a boy package, so girl. What? You're not going to owe rent and buy a house. Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah, they're not going to do but that. Then, yeah. But my thing is, when when think, asked for comments, the two white people who were there, the two white boys who were staying in the house, because they were white boys staying in the house. <clears throat> God, Jesus, we came back to this. You know what I mean? So like, but what happened? He can't person, afford the house? Like, I, what, like, what happened was she said she bought the house, but she didn't. She was actually renting the house. So she uh, owes two months, like sixty thousand dollars rent. She's asking people like for rent, rent she initially owed like people like fifteen to thirty thousand dollars for back 60. rent, but then now it's sixty because they added <laughs> in the court costs and they pay her a penalty of a thousand dollars a day. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like so. But if you own a house, you don't have rent. You have yeah. a mortgage. Say <laughs> do we know? <laughs> we know. Oh, uh, I see. That's it. my field I work in. <laughs> and actually, thing, you can lease to like you can actually lease to rent. Yeah, that's that's the lease to rent type they, situation. They but he actually got on YouTube, made a video saying that I own this house. You know, the girls like oh, to manifest. Okay. They like to speak okay. it into existence. And you know, like all those boys, those, those and some girls just like to lie. <laughs> this, is like, this, this is like all those rapper guys who are like, "This is my crib," blah blah blah. Yes, they, or this is my car. Like the Airbnb. Well, yeah. before we do anything else, girl, we, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go off the air now. So everybody, I need everybody starting from Chris to say goodbye to the people of Radio Few Brooklyn. Thank you for listening so much. So Tino, go first. Say goodbye. Bye, y'all. Christopher. Oh, sorry, Chris. I almost, I almost, I almost did it. Sorry. Bye. Bye. Um, Barry, you had nothing to say today. Great. It was so great being here with everyone. And Duran, thank yes. you for covering for me for uh, when I was late. Can you say goodbye? Of course. Bye, y'all. And of course the. Fabulous and wonderful, the greatest um, Louis Gossip Jr. Can you say Ooh. goodbye? <laughs> <laughs> you got an Oscar, bitch. She does. <laughs> we love you. And I'm Sadu Carmo. So you're listening to Question of My Life on Radio Free Brooklyn. See you next week. Goodbye.